okay, fasting, praying uh, uh, for 21 days. We're going to be um, praying and fasting for 21 days. So we're going through the scriptures of the, of the Bible scriptures that we're going to be needing, um, the ones that we're going to be using. All right, Joel chapter 2, we talked about restoration. All right, uh, how important we're going to be praying. It is very important to be very specific of what you're praying for, to be very clear. Um, when you are praying, yes, not to be all over, but to start with, you have your point of prayer that you know exactly, exactly what you are going to be praying for. So it's really important that you have your notepad and you're making points of everything that you are praying for. You itemize everything and then you have your Bible verses uh, to go with what it is that you are praying for. So that is very, very important. So you have your Bible verses of what it is um, to coincide with what it is that you are praying for. And you always, for your personal, this is for your personal prayer time. So you have that. You must spend time, you know, in doing that, all right, before you start your fasting. Spend your time, you know, and, and going through exactly what it is that you're praying for. Okay, so going back, we've done Joel chapter 2. So Joel chapter 2 is um, just doing this for the benefit of everyone, is um, restoration, um, verse 25 to 26. Then we're praying for the outpouring of the Spirit of God, which is Joel 2, 28 to the end. We want God to pour out his Spirit upon us as people. All right. Then we're going to be doing also Acts chapter 2, where it talks about the end suddenly on the day of Pentecost. All right. And when everyone was fully calm, they were all in one accord. We are going to be in one accord. We're asking God to do thee and suddenly. All right. So we're praying that God will do thee and suddenly. So that is what you're going to um, uh, be praying. So it's so important. All right. That um, you do that. Okay. So the next scripture, <clears throat> Bible verse, that we're going to do is Isaiah 58. Isaiah 58. Now, you can read the entire uh, chapter of Isaiah 58, all right? But um, especially where it says in verse uh, 5, is it such a fast that I have chosen a day for a man to afflict his soul? Is it not to bow his head as bulrush and to spread sackcloth and ashes under him? Wilt thou call this a fast, an acceptable day to the Lord? Is not this the fast that I have chosen to loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burden and to let the oppressed go free and that he shall break every yoke. Amen. Amen. So if you're going through anything in particular and you want God to break the yoke, if you feel that you're going through some stuff, and you really need God. Uh, so this is what the Bible says, to break the yoke. When you're fasting, you need to be really, uh, uh, the, the most important thing is, fasting is an intimate between you and God. Now, don't use it as a means where you are just 
um, give me, give me, give me, give me, God, give me. Use it as a mean of um, developing and having an intimate, a more intimate relationship with the Lord. All right. So as it is written, all right, go to Matthew. This is the next scripture. Um, Matthew chapter six. That was Isaiah chapter um, 58. We just went through to read the entire chapter, but especially um, five, verse five and six, uh, um, four, five and six. Um, those are the ones you can focus on. Now go to Matthew chapter six. Matthew chapter 6. I'm reading, I'm taking time out today to read and to go through each one so you know exactly what it says. But you're going to go through the entire chapter anyway. Uh, <clears throat> and this is what the Bible says, you know, this is what um, we as a, a people is supposed to do. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto the day, unto the day is the evil thereof. So um, the part that I'm focusing on, you're going to read the entire chapter, but I want to, to focus is that the most important thing, what you're trying to do, is to, to develop a personal relationship with God. And it's so important that you seek God first, you know, his kingdom, his righteousness, all right? So your main goal is in fasting is to get into the presence of the Lord, all right? And to spend that time seeking the face of God. And then as you seek the face of God, you know, then you know that everything else will be added onto you. Yes, you're going to be mentioning the other things, but get into his presence. I would say to you the most important thing is to get into the presence of God. So for the first three days or four days, I usually say the first three days, you do personal consecration. It is so important where you spend that time and you go into personal consecration with God, all right? And, and you spend that time, yeah, saying, search me, O God, and know my heart. Try me and know my thoughts. Search me, O oh God. Search me. Let God um, begin to do a work in you. And that is Psalms 139, verse 3. So that's Psalm 139, verse 23, where God, it says, Search me, O oh God, and know my thoughts. Try me. Know my heart, sorry. Uh, try me and know my thoughts. So we're asking God to, you're asking God to search you, you know, um, see if there is anything in you, examine you, yeah, to, to, to do that work in you. Let God do that work in you. It is so, so important that you spend time in the presence of God, asking God to do personal, um, personal consecration, all right? So that is very important. So that was Psalms 139, verse 23. And Psalm 51. 
Psalm 51. This is during your, your personal, you're doing a personal consecration to the Lord. All right. Before God can pour out his spirit, you have to spend that time, you know, in his presence. You have to present yourself before God. So um, I'm giving you the scriptures. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquities and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight, that thou mayest be justified when thou speakest and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was shaken in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward part and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Then this is where you'd say, purge me with Issa and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Verse 10 says, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. So you can actually um, pray all of this. You can pray this entire chapter. You can. But then if you don't want to, you can just take out verses and just present yourself before God and just begin to ask God, you know, to, to purge you. Yes, to create in you a clean heart and to renew a right spirit um, within you. And verse 12 says, restore unto me the joy of thy salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Maybe some of you, you have no joy. And maybe, you know, because of all that's been going on, you're feeling kind of low, you're feeling down, and you really need a renewal. This is time where you really pour out yourself before God and just allow the Lord now to do that work in you. So it is so important that you spend that time in personal consecration. You know, if you if you say that you have no sin, then something is seriously wrong. You know, when you say that you have no sin, and I'll give you that scripture for that um, in a minute, but it's so important that you spend time in personal consecration. It is really important that you present yourself as a living sacrifice uh, before God. It is so important that you present yourself before God. And that is Romans chapter 12, uh, verse one and two. So when you're praying, you know, you say, I present myself as a living sacrifice. Yeah, holy and acceptable before God. So you present yourself as a living sacrifice before God. Romans chapter 12, one, verse 12, verse one and two. Yeah, you are presenting yourself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but being transformed by the renewing of your mind. You're asking God to renew your mind, that you will have the mind of Christ. You're asking God that he will renew, that you will know the perfect will of God. For God, for you to know the perfect will of God, you have to ask God to renew your mind. Your mind must be renewed. And so you ask God to renew your mind. It is so, so important that when you go before the presence of God, 
Yeah, you ask God to to renew your mind. Amen. And so you can read the entire chapter. Uh, and um, yes, you can read the entire chapter, but focus on presenting yourself before God. Yeah, focus. <clears throat> and, and, and when you read the rest, you can see all the things that we are supposed to be. Um, bless them which persecute you. Bless and curse not. Rejoice with them that do rejoice and weep with them that do weep. Build the same mind one towards another. Mind not high things, yeah, but condescend to, to men of low estate. Be not wise in your own, in your own conceit, yeah. Recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things horrible in the sight of all men, okay. So you can read the Ola and you can pray, the, you know, take out verses and, and pray. I also recommend it's also good where you can actually create your own prayer. If you find it hard um, to pray, just let it flow. Then write down a prayer, but use the word in the prayer. So it's really good if you can write your own prayer for whatever it is that you are seeking God for. Even a prayer of consecration, you can write a prayer for that. Um, and then you can read that prayer every time that you are going to pray, you have that prayer. It's that that is, makes it personal between you and God. So um, I recommend that it's, it will be a good thing if you spend that time, you know, um, uh, have your own, write in your own personal prayer for what it is that you are actually um, praying to God um, for. So that was Romans chapter 12. Uh, verse uh, one and two. So let um, those be, those are more or less the, the foundation. I've still got um, a few more. <clears throat> let this be your foundational scriptures that, you know, the ones that I'm giving you um, so that you can you be praying them. Um, you can be going to the God and, and, and just praying them in your, your personal time of consecration. It's so important. And then after you've gone through your time of consecration, then you can go through Joel and Acts, uh, yeah, and just begin to, to seek uh, the face of God. It's so, so important, uh, people of God, that you spend that quality time, you spend that quality time um, in the presence of the Most High God. That is so, so important. All right. Okay, so um, the other uh, the other scripture um, that I have here, let me just um, like to turn to it as well, is Psalms uh, 118, verse 17. Psalms 118, verse 17. Um, I shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. Um, this is the scripture, if you're feeling... I would say to read the entire chapter, you know, read the entire chapter, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercies endure forever. Um, but it is better to trust in the Lord, um, verse 8 says, uh, than to put confidence in man. It is better to trust in the Lord than to put confidence in princes. Yes, um, it is. we need to trust God at this time. All nations can pass me about, but in the name of the Lord will I destroy them. 
They compassed me about, yea, they compassed me about, but in the name of the Lord, I will destroy them. Yeah. Um, and so verse, uh, verse where it says, I shall not die, you know, verse 17, but live and declare the works of the Lord. You might feel that, you know, things are not going right in your life. And this is the scripture, Bible verse, that you're supposed to pray. And, and, and you should say that, learn it, uh, meditate on it. You will not die, but you will live and declare the works of the Lord. If you're praying for someone in particular and um, they're going through a very hard time and they're talking very negative and um, there's, you know, they're depressed or going through stress and they feel that they're going to die, they feel like they're going to give up. Now, this is the scripture that you need to pray over their lives. You need to pray this. You need to put their names in it when you're praying. So you put their name in it. So you would say, Andy shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord and to declare the glory of the Lord. So when you're praying, so you pray that word. Um, you pray the word of God. It is so important. You know, when you pray the word, uh, it is so, so important. It really does make a difference, you know, when you actually pray the word. Because when you pray it, you know, uh, the Bible says, it was Isaiah 55, uh, verse 11. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I send it. All right? So when you pray the word, when you pray the word, yeah, it will not return to God void. When you pray it, it will be, whatever you pray, it shall come to pass, all right? It will, because God honors his word. And so that's why I always stress that, you know, it is so important to pray the word, all right? So shall my word be that go it forth out of the mouth, yeah? That go it out of the mouth. It will not return void. And so that is Isaiah, if you look, Isaiah 55, Isaiah 55, verse 11. Now, if you read further up, it says, okay, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, said the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain cometh down and the, sun, and the snow from heaven, and return it not either, but water the earth, and make it bring forth. And but now that is what is going to happen. It shall come to pass. You know, whatever God said is going to happen, it will come to pass in the name of Jesus. So we're fasting. That's why we're starting a 21-day fasting. So this is why I'm taking time out, yeah, to go through it with you and then we're going to pray because it's so so important that we're all from the same page we're all saying the same thing doing the same thing it is so so important that when we're praying we are all on one accord and we're doing the same thing amen everyone it is so important 
So yes, you can read the entire Isaiah uh, 55. <laughs> Verse one says, oh, everyone that thirst, come eat to the waters. He that hath no money, come eat, buy and eat. Come buy wine and milk without money and without price. God is incline your ear and come unto me here and your soul shall live and I will make an everlasting covenant with you. Yes, even the sure mercies of David. Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within us. Praise the name of Jesus. So, um, okay, anyone that is praying, uh, if you're praying um, in particular for, for healing, I'm just gonna give you a few healing scriptures um, for those of you who are needing healing, all right? So I'm just going to go through um, a few healing scriptures um, that you have uh, that you can use. And that is Isaiah 53. Um, Isaiah 53. The entire lot. But it says... Um, verse 5 says... Four and five, surely upborne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we did esteem them stricken, smitten of God and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgression. He was bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So if there is, if you're praying for healing <clears throat> and you're praying, um, you want God uh, to do uh, uh miracle you're praying that you know what you want to see god move in a mighty way um these are the scriptures for healing all right healing scriptures all right um so that's isaiah 55 um you can read the entire lot but <clears throat> no sorry 53 isaiah 53 my bad isaiah 53 uh but especially verse four and five by the stripes by his stripes um we are healed in the name of jesus that's isaiah 55 uh i think i might be going a little bit too fast um for you all right all right jeremiah 17 verse 14. jeremiah 17 verse 14 heal me O lord and i will be healed save me and i will be saved for you are the one i praise all right and that's jeremiah 17 verse 14. james chapter 5 verse 14 and 15. james 5 <clears throat> 14 and 15. Is any among you sick? Let them call the elders of the church to, to pray over them and anoint them with oil. So you see that it's important why I say, well, that we should anoint ourselves with oil. Um, uh, when you're praying, I personally, I'm, I, I don't want it to, be, to sound religious, but when um, I pray, uh, I do anoint myself with oil. And when I'm fasting and praying, um, I do anoint 
myself with oil. So is there any among, among you letting call the elders of the church to pray over them and anoint them with oil in the name of Jesus and the prayer offered in faith will make the person well. The, the Lord will rise them up. If they have sinned, they will be forgiven. That's James 5, 14 to 15. All right. Uh, Exodus 23, 23, verse 25. Worship the Lord your God and his blessing will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Exodus 23, 25. Isaiah 41, verse 10. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed. I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my right hand. That's Isaiah 41, verse 10. I've already... <clears throat> Jeremiah 30, verse 17. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. But I will restore to you health and heal your wounds, declare the Lord. Jeremiah 30, verse 17. And then uh, Chronicles, Chronicles 7. Seven, fourteen, fifteen says, If my people are called my, by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will heal. Then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes will open and my ears attentive to the prize offered in this place. Second Chronicles 7, 14 to 15. Jeremiah 33, verse 6, Nevertheless, I will bring health and heal into it. I will heal my people, and I will let them enjoy abundant peace and security. That's Jeremiah. I'm giving all this so that I'm also recording it so you'll be able to um, <clears throat> listen. So Jeremiah 33, verse 6. All right. And you must remember this, that when you're praying and seeking God, know that the Lord will supply all your needs according to his riches and glory. Philippians 4, 17, 19. 19. Okay, I think I've given you um, scriptures. <clears throat> I 
I'll just give you um, Proverbs 17, verse 22. That's just backup scriptures I'm going to give there. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Yes? Proverbs 17, 22. All right. And Proverbs 4, 20 to 22. Okay. I'll give you the last one. Um, uh, I'll give you the last two. Therefore, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you may be healed. The, prayer, the fervent prayer of the righteous, um, you know, it availeth much. James 5, 6. James 5, 6. Therefore, confess the prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. James 5, 6. And he bore our sins in his body on the cross so that he might die to sin and live for righteousness. By his wounds you have been healed. First Peter uh, 2, 24. Okay, so I've given you a lot of scriptures there. All right. Um, that's for healing. So you have your, your healing scriptures. Um, all right. I'm just giving you a couple of seconds. I hope you've been able to... Um, <laughs> 